کشمش That's me. Hi. Welcome or welcome back to Filmy Wally Feelings. I'm your host, Jashmish, here for your filmy quota. This week, I want to talk about something probably very relevant to South Asians born and brought up in America. You don't have to be South Asian descent to relate to this. You can be a child of any immigrant, an immigrant, or just someone willing to understand a different perspective. I am speaking from the Indian standpoint because I am a second generation Indian American. My parents immigrated from India and gave birth to me in America. But where are you really from? Um, I literally just told you. I guess if you want more specifics, Durham, North Carolina. That's right, a Duke baby. I could definitely talk about how being brown in America has been a beautiful yet confusing journey, but why should I do all the talking? This week, I have my very first Filmy Wally Feelings interview with my very special first guest. She is a third generation Indian American woman from the Midwest who has been hustling hard in Mumbai currently Most importantly, she is a huge Bollywood buff, just like me. You may have seen her on Asian Variety Show interviewing many different Bollywood celebrities. And when she's not battling lizards in her apartment, she's modeling, acting, and creating YouTube videos. Her name is Shivani Bhafna, a Videsi girl with a very Desi heart. And I had the utmost pleasure of interviewing her. We conducted this interview from two sides of the world, so I apologize beforehand for any issues with the audio. Long distance. So, welcome. Want to do a little bit of introductions. My podcast alias is Jashmish, but my real name is Mita, and I currently live in Maryland. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, my name is Shivani Bhafna. I'm a third generation Indian American, so I, my parents were born and raised in the U.S. I was born and raised in the U.S. I lived in Indiana for 10 years, Ohio for 10 years, and then studied at Michigan for four years, so through and through a Midwestern child. I moved to Mumbai a year ago to pursue my dream, Mumbai specifically. So in the past year, I currently interview Bollywood celebrities for a TV show called ABS. I freelance, model, act. YouTube skits, live emceeing, the works. So a little bit about your early life and high school and stuff like that. Being an American Daisy girl, how were your struggles trying to merge your two worlds together? Yeah, so I think pretty early on, I realized that I have a really strong affinity towards Bollywood, Indian music, Indian dance, culture. Mm-hmm. And I definitely laid more on the spectrum of loving the Indian side, maybe more so than even the American side. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't really view it as a struggle. My take is, I think in the last five years, there's this huge trend, right? That, oh my God, being Indian is cool and being Desi is awesome. I think for me early on, I embraced that side of me. And I knew that this was something I'm really passionate about. And I... 
would like come to school with Indian lunchbox and would have my friends when they would come over like feed them samosa. So I think I really embraced that side from a pretty early age. And I think people would describe me as like that girl. That's awesome. I mean, like being an American Daisy girl myself, I definitely can relate a lot to you. And do you think like being Indian is a little cooler now because of all of the representation we're getting across like the entertainment platform, the political platform and things like that? 100%. I think it is the trendiest thing right now to wear bindis and like wear Indian fashion and it's no longer like oh my god what is right. that why why are you eating this food it's like <laughs> we want the turmeric lattes you know like, I think yeah. everything has become much more globalized I also think India has really really progressed I think people have this backwards mentality that Indian culture and India is you know um not as progressive or not as westernized and I think now more so than ever the world is so small you are able to do both you can listen to drake and go to a sonu nigam concert you can go to coachella and go to the temple with your family like i don't think you have to choose anymore i think right. really exactly um and i know like growing up it's definitely it felt like you sometimes at least for me that i felt like i had to choose like a side and like either completely shun the indian side and just fully embrace the american side or just like completely shun my american side and just be full on indian. Yeah, I I really relate with that. I think even for me, I definitely pick the spectrum of like I'm more indian maybe <laughs> than american, but I think I know how to code switch. From a pretty early age, I think I realized how to code switch and when I was with my nana nani I'd be a certain way when I was with my american friends I was a certain way when I was working corporate I was a certain way when I'm in Bombay I'm a certain way um when I'm with my camera crew I'm in a certain way and it comes really naturally to me I think I don't even think twice about the mm-hmm. fact that I change these small little nuances in the way that I talk or the way that I dress or the way I walk or certain expressions or phrases that i use and i think a lot of people then translate that into this term oh you're an american born confused daisy or you're just like what is your identity and personally i don't feel confused at all i think it's just i think it's an art being able to kind of juggle it all and know your surroundings and be able to acclimate according towards that that's my take on it your situation is slightly different from a lot of um people i know's situation where a lot of people come from india to america but now you are born and raised in america and you are living in india so what are some things you love about living in india and some of the things that you like fi- found to be your biggest adjustment from living in america yeah so i love being in india and it's It's really funny because my grandparents, my parents, everyone look at me and they're like, "Why would you want to go live in India when like people are itching to come to America? Here you are going back to India." But number 1, I think it's the energy. And I'm, I'm only speaking specific to Mumbai because I I won't be able to comment on the other cities. Everyone is hustling whether it's your sabji wala, auto wala, you know, your camera crew guy, your businessmen. Everyone is out here trying to make it 
And I think that energy is infectious and wants you to also work harder and grow more. Secondly, I love the food. <laughs> Being a vegetarian, Mumbai mm-hmm. truly has some of the best food. So that's always a plus. And oh, yeah. I think what I mean, what I love most still about Mumbai is obviously the access that I get to certain opportunities or experiences. I don't think I could be doing what I'm doing to this capacity in any other city. So having the access to Bollywood, having the access to certain experiences that I would have never gotten in any other city, I am forever indebted to Mumbai. That being said, the things that I miss about home are one, I think certain individuals, my closest friends, my parents. Um, mm-hmm. That close-knit set of family and friends. I wish I could just transport them over. Two, I think I just miss the efficiency of moving from point A to point B. There's mm-hmm. just a lot of um, maneuvering. You're kind of roaming around in circles. Things aren't clear. There's no path. So it can often be really overwhelming trying to get any work done. And uh, three, small, but I mean... Uh, For example, today I had to battle with lizards and cockroaches and rats. And I've dealt with more animals in my entire life than I have um, in Mumbai. And just like pollution, you know, like sometimes you're just like, ugh, I wish I could take a deep breath and not feel like I'm going to cough. Oh, my God. I hear you. So going back a little on your friends and family do you get a chance to visit or like vice versa they visit you kind of thing yeah I'm honestly very blessed I have parents who make a lot of efforts to come to India or do trips midway I am actually coming to the U.S. in five days so I'm super super duper excited I'm gonna be home for I'm gonna be in New York for four days and then Cleveland four or five so it's a quick oh trip but I'm excited to catch up with everyone I have a packed schedule but it's gonna I be bet. amazing oh that's awesome we'll be in the same time zone yes <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna move into our next segment which is the let's get filmy segment can you tell us about the impact of movies on your life like which films have influenced you the most yeah, I think I am debatedly, I maybe, maybe not, but I am the biggest Bollywood buff. You will yes! be. <laughs> I think Bollywood has had the most impact on my personal life, my career. I always say, like, if it wasn't for those OG Shah Rukh Khan films, I don't think I'd be in Mumbai. Like, inherently, it was Shah Rukh Khan's, like, you know, the Kuch Kuch Hota is DDLJ, Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum, that kind of spawned my love for Bollywood. And I think it was that obsession over Bollywood that kind of led me to move to Mumbai and try this whole thing out. So uh, when I interviewed Shah Rukh Khan, I told him in person, I was like, you are the reason why I moved to Mumbai. And it was just such a full circle kind of moment to be able to go from the girl that watched Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum or like any of those movies every single weekend had like posters of him in my room used to photoshop my face and pictures with him to be (laughs) able to interview him and like sit for 25 minutes and just speak to him and pick at his brain such a surreal moment but yeah I think I think it's impacted my 
relationship standard, the way I think weddings should happen, the way friendships are celebrated, my love of dance. I think Bollywood has had the most influence on my life, maybe more than any single person, honestly. I I can totally relate to this. And as like a Shah Khan fan, I can wholeheartedly relate to you on the highest level. And I think that it is so beautiful that you went into like a full circle, got to interview Shah Rukh Khan. By the way, what was it like? Oh, I was awestruck. So I was for his film zero and two weeks before I was supposed to interview him, I got a message from a PR company saying that my interview was supposed to happen then. I got all ready, prepared my script, and the next day, the interview fell apart. And I was, like, so excited, and I was, like, ready for everything, and then people got canceled. And I was like, oh, this sucks. Like, I was so close, but it didn't happen. I had done a post on Instagram about just the fact that even though it didn't happen, the fact that I even had, or I could say that I was, got close to interviewing him, I was like, that was a step in the right direction. Luck be have it, two weeks later, I get another message that the interview has been rescheduled. You'll f- find the timing and details next day. So I wake up. I don't tell anyone this time around because I was like, you know what? Like, it happened the first time. I don't want to jinx it. So I'm just not going to say anything again. I wake up around 12 p.m. I get a call that you need to show up at Mahabubu Studios around 4 p.m. So, so I, like, go to get my hair ready, makeup done, head to Mebloom Studios. And typically these interviews run really, really late because the stars are never on time or, you know, whatever, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But within one hour, the interview happens and he has such a magical aura. Like it is legitimately, like I don't even have a memory of the interview because I think I was just in a daze during the entire interview. I was just like reflecting questions but just like staring at him like I think I just was so in that moment but incredible experience like he throughout the interview he like said my name 12 times yes I counted and when he responds like he's like Shivani Shivani because he really makes you feel like you're the only person that's in that room like the way he gives you his attention that many actors don't give so Post the interview, I like shed tears. I was like, I can't believe this happened. <laughs> it was awesome. I think it was definitely the, the best high I could have had in Mumbai. And it was on the exact six month anniversary of me moving to India. So wow. Just felt like a fitting day. That's a that's like the dream goals. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this next question, I don't know, may have the same answer, but. Is Sharuk the most favorite person you've interviewed? Or do you have another favorite person you interviewed? Yeah, so I have a few. I really like Akshay Kumar. He's mm-hmm. super fun. He, I, I, like, also, like, the kind of guy who, like, pull your leg. He'll crack jokes. Also very punctual. Oh, I love that. Um, I like Varun Pavan, John Abraham, Shahrukh Khan, and the girls. I really like Babsi Banu. Mm-hmm. It's just really grounded, really authentic. Amazing actress. She kind of comes in. Yeah, fantastic actress. But enters a room like without an entourage. Like she's just very secure. I also really like Sanya Malhotra. She was one of the girls in Bungle. Mm -hmm. And she was also in Andazan. 
No, wait, was she in that one? I think I that was. Uh, a, no, that's Radhika Apte. No, that was Radhika Apte. What was the movie she just did with Aishwarya? But Dayo, such a good movie. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! And do you have like an interview bucket list? Like, who is in your future? Like, who would you want to interview in the future? Yeah. So I've covered events um, with these two, but I really want to interview Ranveer Singh and the Big Abadu Gone. Oh my god! I was super close to interviewing Ranveer for his film Simba. But mm-hmm. just, I changed my flight ticket. The interview got canceled. He had to go for another event. Then I had a family event in Jaipur. And Kedar, when the interview happened for Kedar, now I was in the U.S. for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I've just, like, missed him both times. But I've, like, seen him at events. But I would love to interview him. And Dipika is, like, my favorite actress. So her. Love her. Love her. Love them both. I'm so excited for 83. They're actually like not going to die this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just to end our let's get filmy segment in the span of 2014 to 2019, your top five films of recent times. Oh, man. You're going to make me choose. <laughs> uh, that's a really tough one. Okay, so I love Ye Giovanni Head Giovanni. That's why am I am I like dating myself? When was that movie released? That's a great question. Hold on, let me look it up right now. Why don't I just tell you like my favorite okay. films? Yeah. And then be like bitch the last five years because I don't know, like I don't remember things like that. Okay. Um Go for love it. Giovanni Head Giovanni. Humtum, like favorite OG film. Oh my god. Which was Hodai. Wow. Also wow. actually like parts of which now, I now when I watch I'm just like so basically like Kajol just had to become good looking and then she like Shah Rukh fell in love with her so I'm a little like conflicted but I just like look past I guess all that stuff <laughs> yeah uh, again big favorite basically a lot of the current Johar movies I'm definitely missing like I'm sure if you start naming I'm like oh that would do that would be favorite <laughs> all of them <laughs> so many of them I think in the past, oh, oh, recently I loved Rajni. Oh. I don't know how I forgot that one. Great movie. Yeah, I thought Rajni was really good. Alia has done a fantastic job. I think her, like, career graph and trajectory has been incredible. Yeah, so, Alia is just incredible. I also really like The Sun. Like, that was another good movie. Hollywood is cranking my great films up. Yeah, the content is, like, king right now. Kapoor and Sons is my all-time favorite of recent times gets like number one yeah yeah it's a good one yeah but like you brought up an interesting point with like re-watching 90s movies there's like this voice in your head sometimes that like i keep trying to turn off but i'm like oh no he didn't ask for consent like it's just like that voice comes back, but then everyone's like, oh, no, this is just, it's just like a movie. But then it's just really hard to turn that voice off. How do you, how do you deal with that voice rewatching some of your 90s yeah, favorites? I think it's, it's so true. And, you know, I think, uh, I think a lot of films, for example, like Kahuna Piyadhead, like I loved it. I remember when I watched it, it was my first film that I watched. And now I look back and I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> this is just like a horrible movie. Like, forget, like, just the progressiveness of it. Like, I'm saying just forget all those elements. It's just a film, and it's just not a good movie. <laughs> and 
to think that I was like so captivated by these films. But to answer a question to deal with that voice, I think even in recent times, I mean, I recently Kabir Singh is getting a lot of flack. I'm not right. the movie, but Kabir Singh is getting a lot of flack for misogyny or the violence. And right. I'm glad the conversations are happening now post these films to analyze it where educated people can kind of sense that this is right or wrong. It does concern me though that for a mass audience that might not be as analytical or might not have these conversations, it kind of just says that okay, this is the norm and this is what happens and this is what item songs are about and it's always like the man and the woman needs a man to save her, you know? Right. So I do think India is moving in the right direction. I think more and more we are getting films that are addressing topics that have meat and aren't just mindless. Yes. But I don't think there's any harm. Like entertainment is entertainment. If people enjoy and that's and they get satisfaction out of watching certain films, like who am I to be like, no, you should only watch like refined cinema. Like, no, I think we all enjoy a certain degree of that. OG Bollywood. I think as long as we're aware about it and right. we have this kind of course, I think it still is productive. Right, exactly. I was watching like a recent interview with Shahid Kapoor, like going back on Kabir Singh a little bit. And he's just like, I mean, I'm an actor first and you're not always supposed to like the type of person I'm portraying and things like that. If you wanted to like me, I would be a star. But if you want to see my acting, then it's okay to dislike me sometimes. Cause he's like, Kabir Singh is not supposed to be some sort of like platform for like the moral high ground or anything. It's just like a portrayal of like a character, which mm. definitely brought back, brought it into perspective a little more. Yeah. I think um, I actually, is this the Faridun interview? I only saw like a three minute clip. It was just. Okay. So before I interviewed him, like mm-hmm. there was a snippet that he was talking about this exact same topic. And I, I agree with where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. I think obviously actors play characters and that's not a representative of who they are. Right. I just think there has to be a little bit of consciousness or regard about kind of the treatment of certain characters because it is 2019, right? Definitely. And if things were, or when Arjun Reddy was produced, if X things were okay back then, mm-hmm. when you are one of the biggest stars in Bollywood. You have the money, you have the access, you have the privilege. You should, you know, do a little bit of due diligence. But at the same time, I think cinema, cinema, art is art. And it's, it is great area. I don't think there's a clear right or wrong. Right. Absolutely. And, but like, these are the types of conversations which I'm glad we're having and we should be having, like, for the future. This is really good. So... I wanted to move into the next segment and talk about like what's next for you. What are your upcoming hopes, dreams, and goals for the future? Yeah, so I think as much as I'd like to say that, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. This is the (laughs) path. I'm extremely confused. And I think whether it's Instagram or social media, I think we all portray this facade that we're all like fine and we all know what's going on and we all have these huge ambitions and as do I, I have really huge ambitions but I think it, it is a little murky I don't think I have a very clear vision that this is the exact next step but vaguely I I would love to build a brand out of Shivani Bhavna and be able to use that to inspire 
South Asians to pursue their passions and defy stereotypes and kind of break norms while staying true to their values. I think we are kind of conditioned to follow certain paths and careers. But I think I'm living, breathing proof of the fact that you can literally pursue anything as long as you're willing to really hustle for it and mm-hmm. kind of take risks. And I think everything that I've done, it is possible for anyone to do it. And I would just love for that to be more accessible. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a lot of inaccessibility or people think the industry is super elusive and like confusing, but I would love to be able to streamline some kind of mentorship platform or some kind of community that kind of like kind of decodes the mates for people. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that makes but, sense. But yeah, I have, like you ask me, you ask my family every other week I have a different plan that oh I'm gonna build this podcast or oh I'm gonna keep this video series or oh I'm gonna get a job here. Or, oh like I'll just go back to corporate America. Like I have so many random <laughs> things. So let's see. I think it's more of a day-by-day process, but like what opportunities come. Hey, you know, uh, we're all figuring it out. So more power exactly. to you. Exactly. And I don't think there's anything to be ashamed about it. You know, no, I, not you at all. You'd be lying if you said that, oh yeah, like this is my five-year plan. <laughs> you just take it as it goes, you know? Like sometimes, sometimes it's good to have a plan, but other times it's just like, you know, you take it as it comes and... Yeah, well, I think that's wonderful. And for this mentorship program, I think that's beautiful and inspiring. And I will be your biggest advocate for that. Thank you. (laughs) Next, um, just wanted to have a little fun segment. We're going to do a little bit of a NRI rapid fire. We're going to have a food version and a film version. So are you ready, Shivani? The food, I don't even know how I'm going to pick. I'm like the world's biggest foodie, but let's see. Yeah, so I'm gonna like try to give you like two like kind of similar foods. One that you're probably it's probably more of like a Western one, and then one's more of like an Indian one. So you just pick whichever one you feel strongly the most for. All right, you ready? Yeah. So jalebi or funnel cake? Jalebi. Any day, like hot piping drilling. Yes. Right from the newspaper. Gurgure or Flaming Hot Cheetos? Oh, Flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love, I've always called for that from the US. Yes. Butter or ghee? Oh, man. Um, see, like my mom's like, you should definitely, I, I, I think I picked ghee. Yeah. I feel like it's more wholesome. Yeah, but definitely. I don't know. I love butter popcorn. Love a good solid butter popcorn, but you know, he has all those health benefits too. So. Exactly. <laughs> we got to make mom happy too. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> tacos or bonnie booties? <laughs> oh man, tacos or bonnie booties? Like, I'm going to have to be diplomatic. I think I literally have to say both. <laughs> I love Mexican food like Taco Bell, Chipotle, Tex Mex enchiladas anything mexican but bonnie booties like oh so good okay both (laughs) all right i guess i can't really disagree with you on that one chat masala or old bay what is old bay oh my god okay so i guess (laughs) it's like a seasoning you know what 
I think it might be more. I think that's a clear sign that it's shot in the <laughs> I guess I don't know what the other is. <laughs> I guess Old Bay is more of like a Maryland thing. I just assume like everybody knew about Old Bay. It's a seasoning you put. No, I'm telling you, probably people know, but I'm just like useless and I like just don't know what you're saying. No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Pizza or dosa? Pizza. Like thin crust, cheesy pizza. Yeah. Love. Yum, yum, yum. Like Papa John's with like that garlic dip. Oh, that garlic sauce is heaven. That garlic butter, butter, whatever the thing they give. Love that stuff. Yeah, that's like literal heaven. Okay, pancakes or parata? Oh, also a toughie. Those are like wonderful Sunday breakfast items. But I'm in a sweet mood right now, so I'll say pancakes. All right, pancakes it is. So I guess this one, this this is the final one. And I know you mentioned you like Chipotle. And I don't know your answer yet, but chat or Chipotle? Like chat, like street side food? Yeah, street chat. Oh, uh, another, another toughie. <laughs> like, yeah, I literally have not. So I have street food right now because the monsoon season. Like I've been real, like I got sick. So now I have to like not have street food. So by default, I'll pick. Chipotle. Also, like I'm just people are like when, when I'm coming to New York next week. I'm like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, let's just go to Chipotle. They're like, you're in New York City and you want to eat Chipotle. <laughs> like the heart wants what it wants. Whenever I come back from a trip from visiting my grandparents in India, I immediately like run to Chipotle when I come back. So I yeah, get it. it but like, what is your go-to meal right now in India? Yeah. Definitely Maggie because I can't cook to save my life. And Maggie is the only thing that I can make without burning myself or my apartment. But otherwise, my go-to is I love safe booty. Mm. Like genuinely love roadside safe booty. And the fact that you can fill up your stomach in India in 30 rupees, which is 50 cents, less than 50 cents. It blows my mind. I love it. Yum. Oh my God, I'm getting like major cravings right now. (laughs) All right, so we're going to move on to the film version now of the NRI Rapid Fire. The thing is, for for warning, I literally do not watch American movies. (laughs) So we'll play this game just wondering to see if I even watch English movies. I'm interested myself. All right, all right, let's see. Legally Blonde or Queen? I don't know if I've watched Legally Blonde. The Reese Witherspoon. Ah! I'm gonna go through the. We're just gonna go through the segment. It's gonna be like, wow, Shani really doesn't know any American movies. So queen. <laughs> All right, queen it is. Bridesmaids or Vire the Wedding. I've not seen Vire the Wedding, and I've not seen Bridesmaids either. Oh. I've been wanting to see Vire the Wedding, and like I think it released while I was moving. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a chance to watch it last year, but yeah. Clearly need to catch up. <laughs> well, you let me know your answer once you finish. <laughs> yes. Humdum or When Harry Met Sally? Humdum, any day. I've also not watched When Harry Met Sally, so. All good. This All is just. Great. I ha- I haven't either. I, w- I was going to pick Humdum too. <laughs> 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 Clueless or Aisha? I've also not seen Clueless. Wow. I'm just like, how, how many more of these are there? It's, it's going to be eight. 
So this was the fourth one. Okay, let's just like name the other four and let's not even see them. <laughs> okay. Spider-Man or Krish? I've, I've seen Spider-Man. Woo! Okay. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, but still, like, fucking Rithik here. How am I supposed to betray him? No, it's hard to betray so Rithik. Krish, man? Krish. Krish it is. Partner or Hitch? Oh, I actually have seen both of these. I don't know. I watched Partner first, so I'm going to have to go with Partner. All right. Eight Mile or Gully Boy? Again, I'm not seen Eight Mile. I loved Gully Boy. I thought Renier was fabulous. Amazing. So, Gully Boy. Gully Boy. Even my pick is Gully Boy. Ashiki 2 or A Star is Born? Oh, okay. I've watched both these films. I'm oh, so yes. <laughs> um, I actually really, like, I cried Stars Born. So I actually good. do not remember crying while watching Ashiki 2. So I'm going to go with the Stars Born. All right. <laughs> good job, Shivani. So going on this, same as your go-to meal, what's your go-to movie? Go-to movie would be Humdum. Yes. I love that movie. It's so good. Um, or, honestly, whatever is on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But I really like Humdum. I even really like Galhona Home. Oh, solid go-tos. All right. So now we're going to do complete the sentence. So I'm going to ask you okay. like six questions. And you can complete the sentence with whatever you're feeling. Okay. I feel happiest when blank. When I am Eating good food while watching a Bollywood movie while bumming bed in my pajamas. Yes. Love it. I think Shah Rukh Khan is blank. Shah Rukh Khan's like the OG goat man. He's also like the king of Bollywood, undeniably. I don't think you'll ever hear a negative story. At least I've never heard a negative story about Oh, Shah Rukh Khan was an asshole, or oh, Shah Rukh Khan was rude to someone. Yeah. He's just the gentleman. <sighs> Could not agree more. One thing I want to tell Deepika Padukone is blank. I want to tell her, one, that we share the exact same birthday. So I feel like we are just similar. We're connected in some way. There's some uh, sort of Capricorn. spiritual connection. <laughs> <laughs> the Capricorn connection. Um, I think I'd also tell her that I just. I love the fact that she's using her platform to really, like, talk about mental health yeah. and make a difference. And she's spending her time and energy towards that. So I appreciate it. Yeah, I think that's just amazing. She's, I love that Anna Wintour, like, called her to talk about mental health recently, too. So, like, the platform yeah. is just, like, spreading, like, all across the globe. But I think at heart, she's not lost her roots, not lost the fact that she is a proud Indian. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and that's what's awesome. Like, I think she's still completely herself. Yeah, I love that. A Bollywood duo that I totally ship is blank. Is this like a Bollywood duo that I think that should be together or a Bollywood duo that already exists? Uh, either way. Uh, so that are currently together, Renvir and Pika goals i've also like recently i'm a fan of Renbir alia before i was a little like eh, right um like they're great together also i really like Mika and Shahid. oh i love them um but to people <laughs> yeah they're like so wholesome and like adorable. so cute yeah. <laughs> see them. 
Um, <laughs> but two people that I should be together, I think Salman and Katrina should fiddle. So yeah. I think that's inevitable at some point. And now the final two. Are you ready, Shivani? <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's fill in this blank. Chanduke Chacha ne Chanduki Chachiko Chani Ratme Chani Chokme. Oh should I wasn't saying that at home? Yes. Good job. Lutter? Classic. Okay. And last one. Kabi kabi kuch jeepne ke liye kuch harna padta hai. Or har kar jeepne walo ko. Yes. Awesome job. Right? Yes. Perfect. Like, oh God. I was like, oh god. I heard like this pause. And I was like, did I just believe this? <laughs> no, no. You did good. <laughs> so, again, thank you so much, Shivani. This was so much fun. I Yay, want. thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for being my first interview guest. I am honored. It's truly like an honor and a pleasure to have interviewed you. So I want final thoughts. If you could leave some recommendations for some American desis who want to move to India. Yeah. So um, I think first off, it's, it's something that you have to be 200% sure about. And it's a huge, huge decision. But I always say you only have one life. So take that plunge, take that risk. It will be worth it. If anything, you will come out learning skills that you would have never thought. Like the amount that Mumbai has just shaped me outside my work, but as a city, I feel that I have the confidence now to work in any city or deal with any kind of individual or person. It doesn't have to be India. It doesn't have to be... um, moving to New York City, I just mm-hmm. stepping outside of our comfort zone. I think we're always so afraid. We play out all the scenarios in our head about what could go wrong. It won't be perfect enough. It won't be good enough. We're not good looking enough. We're not thin. Like whatever, whatever it is, you know, I think we ourselves set so many barriers for us that didn't even exist before. Right. So I know it's easier said than done, but really looking past it and evaluating like, would it be worth it? And if there's even the slightest chance that something good could come out of it or you could impact one person, my advice is to take that leap of faith. But I think going off of that, I think dream chasing or any kind of vision requires a lot of hard work. And that does mean you're going to hear hundreds of rejections, people canceling on you, people telling you that, oh, yeah, I'm free from four to five to talk to like the next week and it's just there's a lot of work that goes behind scenes so being consistent about it consistently showing up I think that's what that's how you take a vision and actually execute it I think that's really sound advice and much appreciated and I I don't know if I'm really like capable or I I have the any rights or authority to give anyone advice I think those are just two things that have really worked for me. And I would love to chat with anyone or be able to help anyone any way if I can. Yeah, I think this is like a great way to like start your mentorship program that you want to do. Yes, I think I need to start it (laughs) to like take the first step. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like the fact that you're out there 
work in the grind, do like interviewing and doing modeling on the side and things like that. It's just like, I think it's really inspiring. And what you've accomplished at such a young age is just really great and yeah, more power really to you. Well, this really truly has been a great experience. I wish you nothing but the best. And I hope you have a great time coming back to the States next week. Yes. Thank you so much again <laughs> for having me. Glad this works out. And definitely come visit Mumbai. We will have wonderful adventures, oh. good food, and watching films. Oh, we're going to have a blast. I can already sense it. Amazing. Let's all wish Shivani the very best as she continues her journey in Mumbai. She's inspiring so many South Asian people to pursue their goals and dreams, and that is something we should all root for. Keep grinding, Shivani. Interviewing was so much fun that I want to do it again. If you want to be a guest on Filmy Wally Feelings, send me a DM or tweet on Instagram, Twitter, or Reddit at HeyChashmish. Or you can email me at HeyChashmish at gmail.com. I want to talk about a highly debated topic. Are Bollywood movies musicals or not? So let's get this an uh, question answered once and for all. And after this episode, I'm going on a one month hiatus for to study for my certifications. I will be back on September 2nd with our regular Filmy Wally Feelings format. Our next theme will address toxic masculinity with our films in focus being Devdas and Kabir Singh. Wish me luck with studying and thank you for listening. Hope you stay tuned and stay filmy. So naturally when um, having uh, an interview with someone there is bound to be some hiccups. Um, so here's some bloopers from our interview segment. Hi. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you loud and clear. Okay, awesome. Um, I definitely picked the spectrum of like, I'm more Indian maybe than American, but I think I know how to code switch. I think when um, I'm working in a corporate setting in the U.S. Mm -hmm. where I talk changes, I walk, I dress. It's just, and it's so inherent to me. I don't even. Hey. Mm -hmm. Shivani? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me now? Oh, I can. Oh, man. Can you hear me? What's going on? Well, I really liked our conversation that we had, so I'm going to edit that portion. Uh, hey! Hello? Oh, I can You can hear me? Yes. Oh, yay! Okay. Oh my god, technology can be a nightmare. I know. I was like, oh god, what is going on? <laughs>
Is whatever I say right now, is this exactly how it gets published or do you edit this? I saw a typically like a small lizard right in front on my mirror and I was like freaking out and then my roommate and I tried like battling this lizard for the next 20 minutes. Um, we were unsuccessful, shrieking like crazy and now this lizard is like somewhere in some crack of our wall. Oh no! Like, yeah, we're going to restart this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just send, resend you like another request. And then we'll start talking. Okay, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed this works. <laughs> yes. Praying for no technical difficulties. <laughs>